Thanks for joining me on the Meg Ellison Show. You're bloody well right, right? If you'd like to join the conversation this morning, here's your opportunity to do so. 715-845-2155. We'll take calls right away. Good morning, you're on with Meg. Yeah, Meg, good morning. The reality of the situation is we, the people, are no longer in control of our government, our very own government. These armchair warriors born with silver spoons in their mouth keep giving us lip service when their actions speak louder than their words. They're going to attack us within, and it's going to make 9-11 look like a walk through the park. They're going to take down, attempt to take down our electrical grid first, Ugh, then our infrastructure. Scary. Then they're going to attempt to kill one and all simply for being American. They want to wipe us off this planet, you know, just simply because we're, we're standing in their way. And these politicians... We're sick and tired of them. As soon as Texas calls for help, we're going down to Texas to enforce them, enforce our border. I'm telling you, man, we're headed for some crazy times. Yeah, I'm afraid you're right. And uh, I mean, I guess I don't you know, the only thing I can say is that we know the beginning from the end. Right. I mean, we know that we're this isn't our final destination on Earth. So. I guess that's well, that's all I can say. Within closing, I just want to say, once we are attacked, we the people are going to demand justice. Once the innocents are killed and murdered, we the people are going to demand justice. And these politicians that intentionally kept that border open are going to be held accountable within a court of law. We're not going to deny them the due process of the law. They're going to be held accountable for treason against we the people in this great nation once we're attacked from within. Mm. Let there be no doubt. Well, you're always a dose of reality, Steve. Thanks for calling in this morning. Yeah, I'm just trying to wake up the sheep that are still asleep. I believe everything that this administration says is being the gospel of Christ when in reality. See, uh, it's the opposite. Before their eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Steve. Stay strong. I'm gone. Right on. Right back at you. 715-845-2155 if you'd like to join the conversation. Good morning. You're on with Meg. Good morning, Maggie. How are you today? Good. How are you? Marty, In, I'm infuriated. Yeah, all right. By well. Gallagher's vote. Um, you know, I. I'm going to try to get him on the show so I can just ask him to explain it. You can't say no because of a maybe that maybe it'll be used against us. I, I still don't understand how a president and the head of Homeland Security can ignore the laws that are already on the books and let the free flow of people. From any nation around the world, walk into this country. 
just asking for problems. And it's infuriating that they don't do anything, even attempt to do anything. It just baffles me. It just, it just infuriates me. Well, I I I agree, and I understand your fury. Um, I you know it occurred to me um, after this vote that even though it's likely going to happen again next week when Steve Scalise right. returns, that it will never get through the Senate. Unfortunately, it, it, yeah. But if they don't even put it to the Senate, then they then the Senate has to explain themselves. Right. I, I mean, mean, they're on the record to, then, right? Yeah, you have to make the people go on the record. And it was like this state senator, the woman you interviewed a couple of weeks ago, that said, well, we didn't we didn't send the, the district refine, or district redistricting bill to the governor because he would have just vetoed it. We have to make them veto it. Then you can get in front of the cameras and say, look, we gave this governor 99.9 percent of what he wanted and then he turned around and vetoed it and it was his bill in the first place you have to make them do that stuff in order to highlight they're they're just arrogant they lie with such ease it's such an arrogant mendacious group of people i've ever seen right and and i mean i think uh mayorkas is at the top of the heap too because i mean i don't know if you've ever observed i'm sure you have seen some of the interactions that he's had with even our senator ron johnson and he's just he's just so uh disdainful and 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 just i I think he just really thinks that he's the most intelligent person in the room and and looks at 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 people with with just uh, you know i i i wish i could characterize it in words but it it, it is it's very i don't even like to look at him (laughs) i don't even like to look at his face he's just i can't yeah i can't even listen to him talk anymore Mm -hmm. or listen to him answer questions because he just lies with such ease that it's just infuriating it just makes me so mad and my blood pressure is high enough oh well you know i'll i'll offer some uh just you know just try to do some natural uh, just some deep breathing to get your blood pressure back down, so that <laughs> yeah, your, right. your resting heart rate is is at a healthy at a healthy yeah. level. Well, nice to hear from you. I'm sorry that yeah, uh, you're so angry. I hope that uh, uh, well, you can chill out a little bit the rest of the yeah. day. We'll, we'll try. <laughs> nice to All hear right, from you. Thanks. Take care. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. Seven one five eight four five. 2155 if you'd like to join the conversation. So I have this up. I haven't read it yet. Wall Street Journal uh, by Mike Gallagher. Why I voted, Congressman Mike Gallagher, why I voted against the Alejandro Mayorkas impeachment. I suppose um, I don't have time right now probably to share the entire thing with you and I'd really like to get it in his own words. So I will reach out to his office and see if I can't get him on the show at some point tomorrow or Friday. 715-845-2155. Good morning, you're on with Meg. Yeah, I'm calling about the border thing. Oh, yes. I think if another person is carrying another country's flag into our territory, isn't that a declaration of war? They should be shot right there on the spot. Let's start shooting some of these invaders. Well, you know... I, I was looking through this. I have a, a, a explosive stack of articles, and I'll, I'll refer to, I believe it, I don't know if you've heard it reported, about um, Minnesota Congresswoman Ilhan Omar 
uh, at a recent fundraiser was recorded. She was speaking in, I don't know what they, is it Somali maybe? Uh, she's speaking in another language and translated. Uh, it's alleged that she was actually saying that she essentially pledges allegiance to Somalia as opposed to the United States of America. Well, then how can she be a U.S. citizen? I, I, I 100% agree. How can she be serving in Congress with that exactly. kind of with that kind of rhetoric? And 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 frankly, I mean, I'm I'm paying a little bit of attention to it. I know that she has a challenger in her upcoming. Well, there's going to be a primary. Another Democrat is challenging her, and I obviously what what disturbs me is that. So many people, and this is, she she represents a uh, constituency which is uh, in great part outside of the pro- city of Minneapolis proper, and I, I just it it kind of it it breaks my heart that there are so many misguided people in my birth state that would would believe that her values, her principles are representative of them. When she has stated very clearly that she—I mean, she's proven so many times that she's she's yeah. anti-American. I mean, that's it. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, and I, then the I other agree. thing. Go ahead. The other thing is they're letting all these people in over the border. Well, if we didn't have abortion, we wouldn't need to let the people in from over the border. Oh, you mean that's the less we would mentality? have our own children. We would have our own children that are American populating America. Well, but we and, abort what forty, fifty thousand a year. And you know, the only thing I can say, what's your first name, by the way? I uh, just go by K Man. K Man, all right. So I've called in a couple times okay. before. All but. right, so K Man. So here's and and this is maybe a, a bit cynical on my part, but here's my response to that: is that who is aborting their babies? Those on the left, the Democrats are, and so they oh, are exactly. essentially eliminating their own electorate. And so I guess it sort of makes sense that they're importing people from uh, out of this country, from around the world, to be... But then babies can grow up to be conservatives as well. Well, and and I think we, you know, of course, conservatives, Republicans, obviously, we're not aborting our babies. So subsequently, we're building our electorate. Oh, exactly. But the the number is just... It's just a ruse to let people oh, in. I know, I know. I, I yeah. absolutely agree, and I think that that's that's what's most disturbing about it is that the Democrats are so dishonest about not only. I mean, I guess at this point now that the the polls are telling them how important border security is to the majority of American citizens for political reasons, they are now claiming that they're concerned about the border. But I mean, on one hand, they claim that this is a border bill, but they neglect to acknowledge how much money is tied to funding Ukraine and even the the conflict in Israel. I don't support uh, foreign aid in a bill that's supposed to be intended to uh, protect American citizens. It should be separate. It should be clean. It should be, and, and there is one that exists. It's HR2. So uh, it's it's infuriating to me, Cade Man. Yeah, I uh, I believe that too. Um, the other, I had another point, but it just flew out the window. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> I, I'll I could try to stall for a little bit so you can remember it. But yes, it's it's uh, it's frustrating that we have uh, you know that Democrats aren't even being honest, and I hope that 
even the lowest of low information voters sees right through that and and realizes that they are not acting on behalf of what's best for American citizens. Exactly. And it came back. Okay, good. It's about the it's about the abortions. How much of the abortions are funded by our tax dollar? Yeah, well, just about all of it. Right. Well, and and that's another I'm not against a woman's choice to have one, but let her pay for it herself. She shouldn't be subsidized by the government to do it. Right. Well, and and I wholeheartedly agree. And, uh, you know, and I guess that's the frustrating thing is that this is I consider it money laundering. The uh, the federal government gives taxpayer money to Planned Parenthood, and then they turn yep. around and support Democrats. And you know, so it's yeah, just and a, I a think scheme. that should that should be ended. That would slow it down quite a bit, I would think. I Get rid of government funding for all that. I wholeheartedly agree. Well, okay, K-Man. I mean, most businesses got to fund themselves. Yeah, I'll let you go. Hey, thanks I for calling. The talk, nice to hear okay. from you. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Seven one five eight four five. 2155 if you'd like to join the conversation you know going I guess and this is something that I would like to explore as well is uh, the former President Trump was denied immunity by federal appeals court and I don't have enough uh, information I'm not an attorney nor do I play one on the radio but I would really like to get uh, an attorney's assessment of this so I'm working on trying to get someone who can speak to this and to discuss this and to, you know, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm convinced at this point and I, at this, any kind of charges against Trump, any, anything that uh, is, is obviously designed to prevent him from, uh, well, prevent him from prevailing in November. I, I just, it's a witch hunt to me. It's just noise at this point. And I, I don't take anything that, well, that the Democrats are charging him with seriously anymore. But I would like to find out why he was denied immunity. And I mean, it seems to me uh, as if it's almost a catch-22. It seems it's it seems like a double standard. Well, let's face it, of course, it doesn't seem like it. It is a double standard. 715-845-2155. I'm going to have to go quick because we're out of time. Good morning. Oops, lost you. 715-845-2155. Good morning. You're on with Meg. Yeah, man. Uh, morning, Meg. Uh, with that... Uh- Yesterday with Trump, they're trying to say he wasn't president January 6th. Well, he was president. So, I mean, he... You can't have it both ways, you know? I mean, that's they, they keep claiming... I mean, they claim insurrection as the president, but yet now they're telling... Yeah, I know. I've, I've, I've read it, and it just is, it's doublespeak. I just... It's ridiculous to me that they continue to... Uh, they they change... They move the goalposts every single they, time. They lie a, all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so frustrating. Absolutely. Yeah, nope. well, and I'd like to get an attorney that can speak directly about this particular issue. I've reached out to a couple, and if I can get a someone constitutional on. constitutional attorney? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Well, and, and I mean, I, you know, I would, I value the opinion of someone who can, you know, at least demonstrate how this is, this is again, a double standard by the Democrats and how they, they, they claim that he was, uh, some of the charges state that, he uh, committed insurrection as the president of the United States. And then the other charges on the very same day, well, he was just a citizen. It just, it, it makes no sense. And I, I wish that um, uh, those that, you know, the low information uh, news consumer could see right through it, but unfortunately requires a little bit of critical thinking, which I think they lack. Right. I watched Newsmax last night, and I mean, that was one of the first things they came out with, is he was president at the time they're saying he was not. <laughs> right. 
I, it's, you know, it's ridiculous. It, it, yes, it is. It's it so is. frustrating. I, What's uh, your first name? I, uh, this is Don. Don. I was watching that um, Newsmax and that, and I couldn't believe uh, Gallagher. Just couldn't believe it. Yeah, you I'm going to try to get him on the show the so back. he can he can uh, you know answer some questions about that. So, uh, well, yeah. Don, Don, thank you for calling in this morning. It was nice to hear yep. from you. You bet. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Okay, rolling to the ten o'clock news, followed by my next guest, which is my Wednesdays with Wendy Mahoney, investigative journalist. We will be talking about January sixth. She calls them hostages at this point, and a really. Well, they're all tragic stories at this point, but as far as I'm concerned, I have this great hope. I I truly do that Donald Trump will prevail in November and he will pardon all of these January 6th, as Wendy has characterized it very, um, very uh, accurately, January 6th hostages. He will pardon all those that are currently uh, facing years and years in prison, unfairly being charged for being present at the People's House. Taking a break, Meg Ellison Show will return after this on WSAU. 